Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. So you are doing everything, quote unquote, right. You're eating well, you're exercising, you're taking care of yourself, and you are not reaching your goals. Well, this could be the culprit. (laughs) So my name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat, we are talking about a subject that I think is one of the most under-talked about subjects when it comes to reaching your fat loss goals. And that is Mm -hmm. sleep. (laughs) Glorious, beautiful sleep. (laughs) I love me some Zs. I know you love your Zs as well. I do. I just don't get enough of them. And we were talking about this earlier offline and I was saying like, it's the one part of my life that is a huge missing link that I love and miss dearly. <laughs> Completely. And you know, we still live in a society where it's like, it's almost like rewarded to not sleep. Like, Oh my gosh, I only got three hours of sleep last night. I'm working my butt off or like, you know, my job, I'm no. like go burning the candle at both ends or like, you know, for their, your kids or whatever it is. Right. And it's like, becomes this like almost like a badge of honor. You know, we've talked about this before the whole idea of like the busy badge of honor where people are like, I'm so busy. And I'm like, we have to stop saying that. We have to stop saying that. Um, yeah. But this is where, like, it's something that in today's world, we are go, go, go. We are not only just doing so much in our jobs and with our families, but now there's the constant stimulation of, like, social media and TV and Netflix and all this stuff that it's Mm -hmm. really, really hard for our bodies to wind down. And so we're not sleeping. Most people are getting average five to six hours of sleep. We need between Mm -hmm. seven to nine hours of sleep. Nine is my, like golden like if I can get nine hours I don't remember the last time I got nine hours but if I could that's like oh my gosh (laughs) I know nine hours that's my optimal it's my optimal for sure like anything below that I can function right now I've been getting like around five on average and it sucks so hard like I hate it so much and I want to fix it I just haven't been able to yet but I know it's coming. (laughs) But that's why it's good for this podcast because we are going to share with you how to get more sleep naturally, how to get into a wind down routine. So this is actually something we talk about sleep a lot in our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. And I actually want to share with you, um, I was doing a practical with one of our students, Lauren, and she had this super cool way of talking about how to create a sleep routine um, for her clients. And I asked her, I'm like, can I please share this on the podcast and on Facebook? Because it's just such an easy, way to understand it and I I started implementing it myself at nighttime and it's a huge game changer especially if you have problems winding down you have problems getting into bed you're up at two o'clock in the morning you know what I mean like scrolling on Instagram looking at unicorn cakes or whatever the heck it is (laughs) (laughs) this is something that will really help you get there so before we talk about that though I just want to give everybody a little bit of an understanding why sleep is so important especially when it comes to reaching your fat loss goals Mm-hmm. Because when we sleep, this is when we regulate a lot of our hormones. So there's been a lot of studies lately before, you know, people just were like, didn't really pay attention to sleep. They didn't think it had anything to do with, they thought it was just calories in calories out, like, you know, mm-hmm. eat less, move more, you're going to lose weight. Right. Well, I think, I think it was just like, not even just with sleep, but I think in just general, people just felt like the only thing that mattered when it come to, when it came to like any kind of fat loss strategies was 
just the calories and the exercising, but they weren't thinking about, like, I know today we're focusing on sleep, but they weren't thinking about all of the other factors because there's so many factors that affect it. Completely. And I always mm-hmm. say, even like in our program or anywhere, and to clients, when you want to lose weight, you do have to be in a caloric deficit, which means you have to be consuming less calories than your body is burning. And we burn through a multitude of different ways, right? We burn through our basal metabolic rate. We burn through how much we move every day, exercise and non-exercise activity. Um, And then there's the uh, the thermic effect of food, right? So different macronutrients burn in different ways. We'll get into this. We get into this all in the course. So if you're interested in this kind of stuff, you definitely want to check out fishacademy.com forward slash H-W-L-E brochure. There's a link around this video. Um, We have a program coming up. But I love talking about this stuff. But we have to be in a caloric deficit, right? That does matter. But if you're not setting your body up for success, so like if you're not setting your body up, your hormones are working against you, that caloric deficit is not going to work as well as it should be working in terms of getting you to your goals, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Because you're like, your hormones are just like fighting it, right? And sleep, when we sleep, we regulate a lot of these hormones. So the studies that they've been doing over the last years is like we have these different hormones called leptin and we have ghrelin. So leptin is our appetite suppressant. So when our leptin is supposed to be high, it takes down how hungry we are. Okay. So, and then ghrelin is our appetite stimulant. So when ghrelin is high, that's when we get, I call it like the gremlin. That's how I tell people to remember it. You feel that rumble in the tummy, the gremlin's like, that's how you know the difference, right? So, cause it's always leptin and ghrelin talked about together. And then people are like, well, which one's which? I always just remember the gremlin is the hungry one. So, so these two hormones, they work together, right? Now, when we don't sleep, the studies have been showing that when sleep restriction, when we're like sleeping five hours or four hours or, you know, not catching up on our sleep. So like, you know how sometimes you don't sleep during the week and then you have a big sleep on the weekend to kind of like catch up for your sleep deficit, um, which is not as great either. What they're seeing is that um, people who don't, who don't sleep enough, these hormones are getting out of whack. So the, their appetite suppressant, the leptin is like high, your ghrelin is also high. So your, or sorry, your leptin is low. So you're not suppressing your appetite. Your ghrelin is high. So you wake up and if you've ever noticed, I don't know if you noticed this, after you haven't had sleep, you have a lot of cravings for high carbohydrate foods. Oh, hundred percent. I also wake up like this morning I woke up and my stomach was growling when I woke up and like, yeah. I'm not normally like, I'm not normally that hungry, but I know I'm in like a major sleep deficit right now. And so I'm like, I am always, I have this weird, like insatiable hunger constantly. And I actually feel like, and that's it. That's just it. And I try to be, because I know these things, I try to be aware of like the fact that it is just a craving and it's not actually what my my body doesn't really need all of those carbs and things like that, but it's, it's so true. You just, you want to eat like pizza or something like that. Cause you're just like, Oh, I'm just so tired. I don't want to do these things, but really it's just your body's way of trying to get like those fast acting yeah. carbs to give you energy. Cause you're so exhausted because, and I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, like carbs and fat are the main two sources of fuel for the body, but the body mm-hmm. can use carbs so much easier. Fat is harder to tap into and break down and get energy from. So when you're exhausted and these create, like these hormones are out of whack, your body's like, I need an instant boost of energy. Like you were saying, like, you're like, Oh, totally. I want like in the morning, something you're craving like cereal pizza even you're craving bagels like carb like high carb foods that are going to give you that boost of energy 
but also like your cravings are, are starting to feel out of control. And this is a huge study guys. Like they studied over a thousand people mm-hmm. during, um, during sleep deprivation. So they were checking their levels of leptin and ghrelin versus people who were sleeping and they were seeing this like huge difference. The other thing too, that they've seen as well is, um, when it comes to sleep deficit is glucose tolerance. So again, when we talk about anything to do with blood sugar, blood sugar Mm -hmm. is huge when it comes to weight loss. And they notice that when people don't have sleep, their blood sugar is out of balance and it also increases the risk for type two diabetes. So these are big things, guys. This is not just like, Oh, I'm tired. I don't look refreshed. (laughs) This is like, literally, if you're trying to lose weight and you are not sleeping, like you are, you're pretty much you're working your against body. your own self. Yeah. You're exactly. working against your own goals. And it's funny, like even for myself with my own journey, I know those things. I just can't fix it right now. And I'm like, it's making me crazy. And it's not because I don't want to trust me. No. <laughs> it's actually just because I keep getting woken up in the night. But this is, this is where, you know, I think it's really important to talk about this. And that's why I love my conversation with our holistic nutrition weight loss expert, recent grad, Lauren. Um, we talked a lot about sleep. And as she was going through sharing with me her wind down routine that she's using with clients, I was like, this mm-hmm. is something like, again, I need to, sh- I want to share it because most people don't even know what a wind down routine is or don't even think about it. They just think, oh, I've never been a good sleeper. You know what I mean? Like I've always been a night owl or like I've got, I'm stressed. I've got so much going on. And that's the hugest one, I think. And I see that a lot with, you know, with our clients, with our students, when we're talking about this subject is it's the overstimulation. It's the stress. Like people are, well, number one, overstimulated with like their phones and TV and like all we're just being inundated, right? All the time. Mm -hmm. Like my husband the other day literally was on the computer, on his phone and watching a football game all at the same time. I'm like, how do you even pay attention to all this stuff? Like, what is even happening? Like, there's so much that, and also, you know, when you're looking at your phone, there's blue light, which overstimulates the brain. It takes, like, longer for your brain to calm down. Um, then on top of that, we're stressed. We're in this world where now, you know, we're, over, we're comparing ourselves to other people on social media all the time. We are working, and we're family, and we're trying to take care of ourselves. And it literally is like, there's no downtime. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, that I think that a lot of people, um, one of the problems is that when people can't sleep, people are either when they do fall asleep, they're waking up throughout the night because, you know, and especially if you wake up between two and four in the morning, that's also a sign that your adrenals are overactive because that's when your cortisol, which is your stress hormone starts to regulate itself. And for a period of time too, I used to wake up every night, somewhere between two and four soaked in sweat. Yeah. Soaked in sweat. And I'm like, okay, uh, what am I stressed about? You know what I mean? Like, what am I holding on to internally? (laughs) Yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't feel stressed, but every, I'm like soaking wet with sweat. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. No, I used to wake up too. It was like right around like three 30 every single day. And then it switched to five. What does 5am mean? Because <laughs> I'm like 5am. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm curious if it's like different times for different things. Cause I was waking up at 5am, like, like on the dot every single day for a long time. Not so much now. Now when I fall asleep, I'm like, I'm like coma. Like I'm like out. Like yeah. I'm like out cold. <laughs> Cause oh, I'm so tired. And, we always joke about this and same with, um, even with my friend, uh, our friend, Melissa, she's always like, I'm like a black bear. Like I go to sleep and I don't even wake up for like nine hours. Like her kids will come in and she's like, just opens one eye and she's like, 
what do you want? You know what I mean? Like she's like, <laughs> just goes into her, like, we're good sleepers. You know what I mean? So when something's off, yeah. it's like, what, why is this off? Mm-hmm. Um, so people are waking up throughout the night. And also when you're saying about the timing, that's something too. I love Chinese medicine and there's yeah. also, there's different stuff too. If you look, um, different times, different things that will show what's affecting different organs. So it could be something to do with your kidneys, your liver. I don't know. I'm so curious. I'm like going to Google we'll it right now. As we're, as we're talking, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> um, but then the, the, so people are waking up, but also one thing I want to get people off of is taking sleeping pills. We've become yes. this society where we're relying so much on pharmaceuticals and yes, there's times where they're needed, but if you are not trying to approach your sleep in a natural way before going to those sleeping pills, I'm really, really, really encouraging you to please, 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 please. Because, um, a lot of times it's just as simple as implementing a wind down routine and then you can get off these sleeping pills, which then you're not even sleeping good anyways. Um, okay. So let's get into it. Let's talk about how to, yeah. Let's talk about how to get started before, before we, before we jump into that, I just, I'm going to tell you the first thing that just showed up on my phone when I was Googling it as we were talking about this. Cause I'm like, I have to know what does it mean when you wake up at 5am every day? That's what I Google guys. And it came up. It says, um, waking up between three and 5am can be a sign of a spiritual awakening. <laughs> but then it also says it's a sign that energies in the corresponding body are blocked or weak. I don't know. I'm going to re I'll research more. I'll update you later. <laughs> I, that's just the first two things that popped up in Google, but I'll do some more research and see, and I'll maybe even talk to uh, one of our fitness and nutrition expert grads and holistic nutrition grads, Leona. I'm going to reach out to her because she's a Chinese medicine. Um, yeah. She's an acupuncturist as well. Yeah. So I'm going to reach out to her too. After. I've been talking to her a lot about different things lately. So about my personal stuff. So I'll, I'll ask her about that too. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. Sorry to, sorry to, to interrupt the flow. I just no, have to know. But this is one of those things. <laughs> this is a great example of being, you know, you've got to be curious about your body. You've got to totally. start to, you know, and of course, trust the source that you're listening to or you're looking at. Like, don't just start, you know, Googling, even though we're doing it now, but like Googling, you're like, I have a, you know, a small red bump on my arm. And next thing you know, you're worried that you're dying of like lymphoma. Or something. Oh no, I never Google. I never Google what it's like real health things. Cause it's like, yeah, it's I'm always like, oh my worms. gosh. Cause you'll go down the rabbit hole of like, oh my gosh. It's like, it always ends up with like something really traumatic. Right. So you're yeah. just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go there. I'd rather just go see my family doctor or my natural practitioner and talk to them about it. But when it comes to something like this, it's the same thing. I had uh, a podcast recently that I did this interview um, with an intuitive healer. And it was so cool. It was with Marcy. And um, so if anyone wants to listen to that, it's cool. But we were talking about like signs and like different signs and how like I was having every single time that I look at like time, the clock, when I look at any time, it's always four, four, four. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, and it's, it's no joke. It literally happens to me at least like every other day, like consistently all the time. It's like, I just turn on my, like I'll hit my phone. It's like four, four, four. I'm like weird. And it's actually says that it's a sign of, um, of like this spiritual, like energy that's taking care of like your finances and stuff. Like it's like overwatching you and stuff. I don't know. It's this really interesting thing. So I was like, cool. But that's, but going back to what you were saying, it's like, be curious, be curious about the things that are not like, super serious health things like this. Like, why do I wake up at five in the morning? If yeah. it came to it, it said, it said it could be like, oh, it could be something to do with my lungs or something. Then I would then go to a naturopath or a doctor. But at this point, it's just telling me it's 
a spiritual awakening perhaps, which is cool. <laughs> but it's, yeah, but it's so important that we start to be curious about our bodies and curious about different ways of, of healing them and looking at things because we're not just the body, right? We're the mind, we're the spirit, yeah. we're emotional creatures. We also exist in a world that other things are happening around us that we can't affect. We can only, you know, take care of ourselves. So this is where one of the natural methods, and again, this is from Lauren. I am not taking the way she explained it. I loved it. I asked permission. I'm not taking it from her, <laughs> but one, um, it's the whole idea, of course, of implementing, first of all, a wind down routine. So a wind down routine is basically, if you have kids, it's similar to what you would do for like a baby before bedtime, right? Like you would just yeah. start to calm them down. You would turn down the lights. You would probably give them a warm bath. You're preparing them for rest. Um, well, it, actually, if you have a, depending on your baby, I yeah. know for Mads, bath time is like she thinks that she can go swimming so we do bath in the morning <laughs> but that's where it's know like, that about your child <laughs> but that's where it's and know like, that about yourself too know yeah. if like you know if like if a warm bath is something that actually stimulates you as opposed to like makes you feel calm don't do it don't add that to part as part of your routine Totally. And as we talk about, there's so many different ways to wind down. There's so many different things that can happen. But the whole principle of it is that basically you're starting to turn it down a notch. So you're not going from being like, okay, I'm drinking a, a Diet Coke, which is full of caffeine, and you know, scrolling on my phone to it's bedtime, you know, or you're in bed scrolling on your phone. So it's a way to start to calm down the body. Um, and also I think this is a really great way to approach it too, because it's also part of a self-care ritual, right? It's also part of helping you de-stress. So Lauren's whole idea was the idea of the three C's. So doing the three C's wind down routine. So make sure that you write this down or check it out on our blog. Um, so you can start to implement it. And my challenge to you guys is to try to do this for at least one week. So seven days, um, because of course we are what we consistently do. So if you do this once and you're like, it didn't work for me, that's because it's not a habit yet. So the whole idea of the three C's is you go through these three steps. So about 60 minutes before bed, you start with number one, which is to close the day. So C number one is to close. I love this. So yeah. the idea of it is that you're going to let go of everything from that day. Not everything from the last 20 years, not thinking about all of this stuff from the past, <laughs> just thinking about the 24 hours before you. And you're going to let everything go from that day that's on your mind. So you can leave it in that day um, or you can transfer it to the next day, but it's like it's closed. You know what I mean? Like it's when I wake up tomorrow, it'll be over here. So what it does is it closes any loops that are open. So you can release your mind and you can start to relax. So when I'm saying close the day, things like writing a to-do list. So if you're someone who is, your mind is like, like running, 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 you're thinking about all the things from the day you didn't do, or all the things you have to do tomorrow, or all the things you're upset about or stressed about or worried about. Um, as women, we tend to be big worriers. This is huge when it comes to not be able to sleep. Um, having writing down either in a journal, so maybe you're journaling out the day, your feelings for the day, or a to-do list of all the things that you have to do if you're more of a worrier about the future write it down, get it out. So you literally, it's out of your brain. It's on the paper. So you're not laying there playing that loop in your mind, not stop. Like, do you ever do anything like that? Oh my gosh. I do this like almost every single day, to be honest, before I finish working, I write down the things that I'm like, okay, what are, because I have like this overview of all the projects that we're working on, et cetera. But then I take some big things that I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to accomplish these things. And I write it down. 
I write yeah. those down in my, I actually write them down in my calendar for the next day so that I know I'm like, these are the three things that I'm focusing on for work. And then when it comes to like our personal stuff, I actually have um, like a magnet on our fridge that has like a to-do list. Like a, it's, it's supposed to be like a grocery list, but I use it just to write down all of the things where I'm like, okay, call Maddie's school or set up the doctor's appointment or what all, all those things that like as a mom, I have to like remember to do. And yeah. then I write those down on the fridge so that it's like, okay, it's there. And then that's the only way that I can like not be like laying in bed going like, okay, don't forget about this. Don't forget about that. Because if I don't write it down, I will lay there in bed and think about all of those things. I mean, there are some things and you and I, I mean, you and I from a personal level have talked about this, that there's things that are keeping me up at night right now, but it's, and it's stuff that I can't just write it down. <laughs> I got to figure it out, but it's like, in general, these are, these are the strategies that I try to do to clear my mind because it's the best approach because how many times do you lay in bed being like, oh my gosh, I can't forget about this. And then you grab yeah. your phone, like, which is what I used to do. I used to grab my phone and make a note or a voice memo, but then I'm like on my phone and then I'm like, oh, what's this? You know what I mean? Like, oh, check my email or do this. And then I go down the rabbit hole. So I don't even try, I try not to even pick up my phone when I get into bed. I'm just like, I set my alarm, I put on airplane mode and I'm like, done. Well, and that's where like, so if, if you're starting with this and you're never done it before and you know, it's your first C of the three C's. So like I said, about 60 minutes before bed, just sit down at the kitchen table or the dining room table or on your couch, pull out, like get a, get a journal that you're going to use, whether you're going to journal in it or you're going to use it as your to-do list or have a whiteboard maybe that, so you're not wasting paper, but just sit down and take like 10 minutes and just get everything out of your mind that you have to do or that is coming up. So it's literally on there mm -hmm. and you have it out. Like there's something about the act of physically writing it out. Like I find yeah. more than typing it out, but me too. writing it out, it's like almost like you're releasing it, right? Or if you're stressed about something, you write it out, your feelings about something, you're going through a divorce, you're having, you know, problems with your kids, you're not feeling mm -hmm. good about yourself, whatever it is just try to get it out so you can start to release it and then it will also help you process it. So that's number one mm -hmm. is to close the day. So we're letting go of everything from the day. So our mind can close those loops and we're starting to, you know, starting to shut down, starting to not shut down, starting to wind down so we can actually go to sleep. Yeah. So the second yeah. C is to cleanse the day. Now this is something I really liked as well. So it's the idea of, so after you've written your list, now you're going to start to prepare for bed. And that could be something just as simple as washing your face, a warm cloth, on, wiping your face if you don't use soap on your face. I know a lot of people don't use soap on their face or face wash. It could be taking a hot shower or a bath, but like I might have said, that's something that stimulates you. Like I'm more of someone who would do that in the morning, but I will like wash my face. But it just is another way to physically relax you and then also to signal you that it's time for bed. Mm -hmm. so no it's true and even when you were talking about like you know with like your children you do these things it's like um it's one of the biggest things that you do with children is have certain things cues that you do every single day because then it is their mental cue when they're babies that they know that it's time to go to bed like maddie knows that when you know we have like quiet time we do some like coloring and stuff like that and then we go because it's like her wind down that's like her wind down routine is we do stuff like that nice and quiet in like dimmed kind of lighting in our living room not in her playroom in just our living room like our dining room area then we go upstairs and it's like okay now we're gonna like get in your cozy pjs and we read a book and we 
usually talk about Cinderella. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she knows, she's like, okay, sweet dreams, mom. And then like, it's time to go to sleep. Like, but it's like this, you have to have kind of this process. And even though I don't give her baths again, because it stimulates her, because she gets really pumped up in baths. <laughs> we realized that. So we were like, we can't do that anymore at night. Cause she just, she won't get out of the bath. Like we literally like no joke, drain it. There is no water left in the tub and she's still like, I'm swimming. And I'm like, you're not swimming. Get out. It's empty. Like, time to go. <laughs> Hour later, she still does not want to get out. Like she's, it's so bizarre. She loves the bath so much, but so it's like understanding though and finding new cues like or new things that you can do to like cleanse your day in a way, right? Like so I, I use coloring almost as like her cleanse in a way because it's like no more playing, no more nothing. It's just like we're nice quietly, calmly doing this thing. Well, and that's where we come into number three, which is to calm the day. So oh, okay, cool. you literally are like closing it out, letting go of everything in your journal. You go, you cleanse the day so you're getting ready to go to sleep, which, you know, the majority of us brush our teeth, wash our face, but something almost like it's like the releasing. It's the action too of like physically calming, but also, you know, you've closed it. Now you're cleansing it, letting go and then calming the day. So this is where you can figure out what it is that's good for you that you enjoy to do to calm. So I'll give you some ideas. Um, and these are all things too. We have a whole sleep module that we talk about um, in the Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert Program about how to do this with clients and how to make sure they're implementing wind down routines. Because again, if you're trying to help someone or you're trying to successfully lose fat, sleep is a huge piece of it. It's so huge. So yeah. this is a, a habit that you can use with clients too. Um, and so to calm the day, this is where things like meditation apps. Now I get asked a lot, like, well, if I don't want to have my phone because we don't want our phones in our bedrooms with blue lights on and it's distracting it's stimulating um what about having like a meditation app on my phone you can still like you can download them to your phone or i personally if you turn down there is like a blue light setting on some phones Mm-hmm. if meditation i know apps dave are, has that on his yeah like if meditation apps are something that really do like meditation will work for you go for it like you could turn on a light you can you know what i mean like it's it's something that, I don't know, like take with it's like, that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you got to weigh out the options and be like, okay, well, if I really need the meditation to help me go to sleep, but there is a bit of a blue light, what's more important, the meditation apps to be able to help me actually get drowsy or, or like to get like a little bit more calm or will the blue light affect me more? You just got to balance it out. Yeah. Like so weigh, there's, weigh so, out. Many, there's so many different great ones out there. Like if you go to Budify, there's Headspace, there's Calm, there's ones that are free, there's ones that are paid. Um, and, you know, essentially, like, I'm not a good meditator at all. So it's like a guided meditation. There's even some that one of my other students was telling me about, because I always collect from them all, like, you know, things that they use too. It's a really great community of sharing and to build up, like, my bank of, of recommendations. Um, but it's just like, it's different white noise. So it might be the sound of like raindrops. It might be the sound of um, like with the like light wind or like bells, like things that, you know, when you go into a spa and you're There's like, some oh, that are it's so calming. <laughs> yeah. I have that app on my phone because we use it for, well, we used it for Maddie when she was a baby, when if I was like, if I knew I was like, for example, going to be doing something in the house, like dishes or something like that, I would actually put my phone outside of her room and have it playing. 
yeah. so that it would just, it was never in her room, but it would be just outside of the room loud so that it would just like drown out. <laughs> but like, it's, yeah, it was just like, it was noises just like that. Like it was like heartbeats for her. I use the heartbeats, but yeah, yeah. it's like different it, white noises that are just like rhythmic and calming and just like allows you just to like kind of doze off into that space yeah so if you're someone who like the words you don't like as much because like the other ones are like the guided meditation they you, some of them are even just five minutes some are 20 minutes and i know a lot of people who just fall asleep with them like they just have their mm-hmm. earbuds in and fall asleep and then find their earbuds in the bed in the morning but it's just a really good way so if you're religious prayer that's why you know a lot of times you pray before you go to bed not just of course if you're if you're spiritual it's part of your practice but also it helps to release things from the day it helps to calm you connect you to you know your bigger spirit guide whatever that is religious or not uh gratitude too is huge if when you're closing the day same journal you could also have a gratitude journal or just even in your mind say three things that you're so grateful for that will start to you know again put you in that positive headspace light yoga tai chi you could have a sleep mask for dark uh blackout curtains there's so many things that you can do that will start to calm you but this is your wine routine so Again, 60 minutes before bed, how simple is that? Three C's. Just think, I'm going to close the day. So sit down, write your list. It should take you like five minutes. Um, Or write in your journal. Two, cleanse the day. You're going to do this anyways, but think about it in the sense of I'm doing a wind down routine. So you're letting go, you're cleansing, warm, like, and be present while you're doing it. Like if you're washing your face with like, I love old school face cloths, the one that actually like gets super hot and you just put that on your face. It just feels so good. Um, (laughs) And then calming the day. So this is where you're going to either do some guided meditation in bed. You can do it right in bed. Um, prayer, just play some white noise and just relax. So those three things, anywhere 30 to 60 minutes before bed, this will, if you do it for seven days, guys, I promise this will really start to help you if you're having issues sleeping. Definitely. So that is our podcast for today on sleep and fat loss so hopefully this was helpful for you guys not only for you but if you have clients this is huge too if you're already coaching and you have clients who are like i have issues sleeping this is a really great way to help them to do it in a natural way start to give them habits that they can implement that are going to be positive and help them release a lot of this like stress and and trapped energy that we all have now that's keeping us from sleeping <laughs> so with that, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, of course, make sure to check us out at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash H W L E brochure if you're interested in our upcoming holistic nutrition weight loss expert program. Um, it's an eight-week certification to become a registered health coach. <laughs> um, and we have students from around the world. It's an amazing program. You can check it out online. Also, like I said, download the brochure. Um, and if there's anything too that you guys want us to be chatting about, please let us know. Leave it in the comments below. DM us. Um, make sure that you are sharing with us the things that you want to learn about because, of course, that helps us make sure that we are delivering the best podcast to you guys. Okay, guys, have an amazing day, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.